we are on location again for the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. This time, we're at the Lehigh Valley uh, International Airport. It's a beautiful day. I wish you could be here. We're going to have the video for you guys to watch as well. We're here with Executive Director of LVIA, Tom Stout. Tom, well, I got to stop my intro music there. <laughs> I'm going to get better at this as we go, but being on site in some of these locations for podcasts has been amazing, especially since... Um, I think the last time I talked to you, I was in my attic. So it's nice to <laughs> yeah. see you. <laughs> little, little different situation here. We're actually sitting across from each other in the terminal. What's interesting to me, I've been here for, you know, setting up here for a little while. There's people here. I mean, everybody's social distancing, wearing masks, but there's people here. There's, there's travelers again. We're seeing it for sure, right? And uh, parking lot looks uh, uh, way different than it did 12 months ago. And, and uh, about a thousand cars sitting out there today. And passengers in the terminal you can hear the bag belt running on right. occasion here uh, people are flying and what do you well let's go over some actual figures i was reading doing some research before i came here i don't know how long you guys expected it to take for that traffic to go from pre-covid let's say march february of last year before covid really hit to get back to those numbers and you can explain this a little more but the numbers i saw are you guys are already back yeah, <laughs> which is so, yeah, so this is absolutely one of the things that we knew as an airport that has sort of our demographic, our size, really no international service from here. We're mm -hmm. seeing airports around the country with the international service still lagging, so, still some international travel restrictions and other things in right. place. Domestically, when we're talking about leisure travel, uh, certainly people are flying. And to your point exactly, George, we've got people moving through the facility. I mean, we just came through March, which was our first positive right. comparator. When we looked at March, we were up, uh, we've been consistently about 25,000 passengers a month during the pandemic. That's really what we saw as a throughput. By the time we got to March, around 45,000. And, you know, now that we're just finishing up the April numbers, you're looking at around 55,000 in that month, which to your point brings us back to where we were in 2017. So just a few years ago. Is that number that 55,000 and I'm sure it changes, all, you know, but is that the number where you're like, hey, we'd like to hit that monthly or are, are you close? Absolutely. We're close now because, again, it, you know, 2017 was was a, was an important year. It really, a couple of years of, of positive growth that we saw going into that year and really starting to uh, bring numbers back. It, it may take a little time to get us back to where we were pre-pandemic. We understand that that's, that's really something that's going to take a little bit more time. But just the fact that we're back to the levels we are um, in just a couple of short months here, yeah. um, you know, vaccinations and everything else in play, people are traveling. I mean, I'm sure it's hard to, to pinpoint any one thing that's making this happen, but just like personally, I just, per well, I'm going to buy tickets from here to go to Louisville because I purchased tickets for a, a concert in September. So do you see like people are, like, at least for me, myself personally, I'm starting to plan to do this again and to travel again. Exactly. And that's what we've seen. So we started to see uh, our call centers started to get more and more uh, calls from, from travelers, prospective travelers looking to uh, 
understand what flight options were available, what different restrictions might be in place. Mm -hmm. When we started seeing that in February, and even in January, we, we knew that travel was coming back. And as people obviously were getting the vaccinations, that started uh, with some of the emergency author authorizations of, of vaccine approvals. Back in December, we saw that rolling online. People were taking advantage and getting those and certainly then making their travel arrangements accordingly. So absolutely, people are doing it. And vaccinations, clearly one of the one of the things that's uh, certainly helped people feel comfortable about getting back uh, on board. Obviously, TSA still has uh, some some requirements sure. in place for travel, but which uh, they should, I think, you know, I, well, still, I, right. I mean, that's it's, yeah. it still is a close environment. One of the things they spent a lot of time studying um, and Harvard looked at this as well is is really the environment on the aircraft sure. and how safe it was. We saw very low incidence rates of flight crews getting uh, COVID-19. And it's really based on the environment uh, and how air is purified and cleansed and exchanged uh, so often on an aircraft. Uh, fresh air every two to three minutes on board. So uh, it really is something that uh, has protected the flight crews, it's protected the passengers, and the study confirmed all that. So I think people are educated, they understand traveling is safe, wearing the mask. Certainly you're still sitting close to potentially somebody not from your household, mm -hmm. but. Hey, look, a lot of people, I think we're, you know, in the state here, we're at about 40% uh, fully vaccinated yep. now. So, right, so people are vaccinated, people traveling with you, your family. So I think people have uh, gotten over that hump and are ready to go. Yeah, it's funny. Like, I I think I might wear a mask. I don't know, but I think I might be wearing a mask for, or at least always have one on me. You know, sure. like, I don't, I, I think that it's important, too, that people who feel who these masks have made them feel safe. I, I think that's a good thing because it's going to probably keep down any sort of other infections too down the line well, like yeah, flu I mean, and all that we sure did see that this right. past year but absolutely and 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 look you know everybody um has their own personal situation uh, some people um are not interested in getting a vaccine other sure. people yep. cannot right. uh, for medical reasons so mm -hmm. you know there's still some protections in place for for people but getting vaccinated those who can uh really really goes a long way in, in getting us back to normal obviously and certainly <laughs> uh protecting people around us and, and those that, that can't get a vaccine. I don't know if you, if you have this information, but have you been seeing where people are, are going? Are they traveling to, to Florida more often? Are they trying to get out of here to get some nice weather? It's been a long winter. Yeah, it's been a long winter. You know, people are generally heading south, and yeah. that's what we're seeing. You know, we just had uh, Washington Dulles service okay. added back in December after an eight-year absence. So, oh, wow. So part of, I think, the decision for United to bring that back was getting that southerly flow. Mm -hmm. People were really looking... Uh, not to head to Florida through Chicago, so they wanted to connect yeah. uh, right down through the through the southern you know connection point, point, and that was really for their their network. That was Dulles. So again, something that uh, was kind of unexpected for us in the in the middle of the pandemic to get more air service, but we were excited to see that. And, and it goes back to your point about people heading south to the warm weather after right. after the, the the winter. That's why if you that whole time we had the baggage thing going, but you can, I can still hear everything. But it's it's good though to have that background noise. So if anybody is wondering what we're what's hearing. going on <laughs> there are people around us we're in the terminal now um so yeah if you hear some of that it's it's life going on in the airport absolutely um what was i gonna say oh the, the i think to me this is again this is my personal thing and i've talked to some friends about it i wonder if it's a phenomenon because i wasn't able to travel and yes. because i was limited and it's like maybe i could have but it wasn't the best decision for my family at the time now that i probably can again like I, i'm like where can i go 
Like, oh. I want to just go somewhere. <laughs> I, I wonder if there's going to be more of those types of trips that are just, like, I, I don't have a destination in mind as much as I just want to go somewhere. Absolutely. And I think, I think part of that is what you're seeing, is people are looking to take that trip, looking to take a vacation, and it may not necessarily be about the destination. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think to your point, people are, are looking to, to enjoy some warmer weather. Mm -hmm. um, but certainly it's just about getting out of town, maybe uh, spending a little bit of time outside, you know, your, your neighborhood and your town mm -hmm. um, and getting to see some things. I think it's just a change of scenery. We've been looking at each other through screens. <laughs> We've been uh, staring at the same four walls in many cases, your attic and other places, right? <laughs> so, so it's just about getting us out and, and really just getting an opportunity to experience things again firsthand and in person something that we're all craving I, being here today is exciting I yeah. saw a, a, a man I uh, met Mitch Leonard from Arc of the Lehigh Valley we've done a couple podcasts with him and I'm, I saw him for the first time in person in my life <laughs> and we've done five or six different things together over the last year so I'm really excited too to see what I guess what happens from everything we have all learned well yes. being like you've from your perspective, you've had to learn so much over the last year about what to do. Like, I'm just curious how that all helps us out after Go, the fact. Going forward, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, some of the things that we had to figure out were, you know, how we're dealing with a remote workforce. I mean, yeah. like every yeah. company, you know, there's a component, as you look around the airport, a lot of the frontline workers here, incredible people, uh, couldn't do their job from yeah. home. So yeah. we're here, and so we had to really figure out ways to protect everyone. You know, our customers, our, our stakeholders, our, our employees. And, and certainly the other piece to that, though, is, you know, going forward, we want to make sure that we're providing continued safety measures mm -hmm. for people. And, uh, you know, we're, we're looking at some terminal project, terminal project, uh, some construction coming online yep. here soon. And we want to make sure we've incorporated elements into that project that will protect, you know, employees and travelers going forward with, with the new reality of, of contagious diseases that, that we have to be thinking about when we're constructing right. facilities. Like this cat's not going back in the bag, you know, in terms of right. maybe we're able to, we, people are going to get vaccinated and whatnot, but we understand what happens when something like this can get out of hand. So That's right. Yeah. And, and look, at the end of the day, we want people, you know, we say, yeah, we, we, we launched our Fly Safe with ABE program okay. during the pandemic. What is that? And, and really, it was everything you see in front of you. Before okay. there were mask requirements, really in place we were putting those in place plexiglass uh, a lot of the electrostatic fogging machines social distancing decals really getting in front of that to keep people safe um, and in the early days hey it was uh, remember wash your hands mm -hmm. don't worry about a mask uh, and, and a lot of touch points a lot of touch surfaces and, and using some that, yeah. some different nanoseptic materials to, to protect those surfaces so you know all of, all of that information evolved over time and we, we learned kind of what was most important but we don't know what the next one looks like how that one spreads, right. uh, you know, and so whether it's the flu, to your point, or some some other course, yeah. contagion, we just want to make sure we're doing everything we can to to help keep people safe uh, with this type of a program going forward in our facility. And I can definitely say this, and be honest about it, I would much rather fly from here than Newark, if possible, just due to some of that. So, and, and again, everybody is different and everyone has their own preferences. Absolutely. But I, I'm rolling up here. It took me, what, 10 minutes to get here. You know, it's never going to be as crowded as Newark just because of the population. So sure. it just it gives me that kind of 
Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, you're, you're, you're certainly exposed to a smaller group. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, the aircraft might even be a little bit smaller. Sure. Uh, so, so just overall, your potential exposures to those things, I think we did see a little bit more activity than some of the larger facilities mm-hmm. during the pandemic mm-hmm. for, for that point right. just in and of itself. In I mean, the international travel, too. Absolutely. Uh, we ta- you touched on the, the new project. So yeah. for anyone who's familiar, who's ever flown here, when you go in through TSA and, and that, you, you go underground. You do. Right? You, so you go underground, you might not even notice it, but then you, you pop back up and you go to, you get to the concourse through the escalator stairs. Um, what's going to change about that? So for, for a couple of years, you won't really see a lot happening okay. because the project is going to be going on above ground. Right. But ultimately what happens when the project is complete is the TSA screening checkpoint moves and it's no longer downstairs in that tunnel. Mm-hmm. Now we're separating the inbound and outbound passengers. So the TSA screening checkpoint okay. stays on this ticketing level. Just around the corner, right. you'll have access to four lanes of screening instead of the two we have mm-hmm. today. And one vertical elevation up into a, a above grade connector right, right into the concourse. So okay. short, shortening the walking distance, taking it down two thirds from what it is today. Um, much fewer changes. You know, you don't have to ride as many escalators and elevators to get from the curb to the gate. And that's that's something that's important to us as well. Because so, you couldn't really expand in the downstairs because you're underground. It's underground a little bit more difficult. In, in, a, in a, you know, a, a very um, sort of permanent concrete tunnel, if you yeah, will. Yeah, I don't was, know how much messing around you want to do. Well, you know, that, and that's part of the challenge. So when we looked at really expanding, it was, it was so challenging to do that, given some of the utility connections underground between the buildings, Mm -hmm. it really became difficult to do something there. And ultimately, what we wanted to do, regardless as if that was still an option, is really separate inbound and outbound passengers. So when you're returning back to ABE, you're still going to be coming back through that underground tunnel with a one-way flow. But that you won't be going onto the plane through that. Correct. Okay. Correct. So yeah, you'll you'll head across right off off the ticketing level, right off this level. So it's going to be like a bridge then. A a, a connecting bridge. A connecting bridge. Absolutely. And then when you return back downstairs, one-way flow right back into baggage claim right down at the parking level. And what that comes, that's a that's grant funding, correct? So absolutely. Yeah. We've been working hard to to secure some grant funds for that project, already about uh, $7 million or so from the state that we have in this, and just uh, recently about $1.8 million that, that the PennDOT Bureau of Aviation awarded for the project. So again, we have a lot of great support from our elected officials and legislators, um, regulatory agencies, uh, Everybody understands the importance of the project and really moving the airport forward to meet the demand that was there in 2017. That's when we really needed to expand that checkpoint. So, you know, we really saw a little bit of a delay here with with the coronavirus pandemic, Mm -hmm. but it also enabled us to incorporate some some health and safety measures, some additional air purification, air circulation in that space that'll help protect employees and and travelers. And doesn't it seem like it's kind of one of those things where eventually it made sense, like it's just become a more modern type airport. Absolutely. And and making the flow a lot more intuitive for Mm -hmm. our passengers. Uh, Again, as the facility was designed, we have to remember that in 1974, when they designed that tunnel, they didn't really have airport security. Mm -hmm. So when 
we're thinking sure. about that tunnel, there was no you know real need to put equipment in there, um, and that came online very shortly after that period. But mm -hmm. the point is, uh, it was really never designed to do what it's doing today, and and we've definitely got got our uh, right. our money's worth yeah. out of that connector. But we need a new one. Well, I don't want to compare it to Route 22 because it's, it's not even close. But that's the same thing. It's like they built it back in a time when they're like, we did not know that there would be this many people here. That's right. <laughs> we that's right. A little different today. So hey, we're gonna take a quick break. Sure. And I'm gonna make sure I try to get this rub. We're gonna hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back with LVIA Executive Director Tom Stapp. The Burke Insurance Agency is family owned and operated since 1986. What else happened in 1986? Haley's Comet flew by and that was pretty cool. The Burke Insurance Agency is located at 3446 Freemansburg Avenue in Bethlehem Township, and they represent Erie, Grange, and Progressive Insurance Companies. Tom and Kathleen are some of the nicest people in the Lehigh Valley, for real. They actually get to know their customers and care for them as if they were part of their own family. It's how a small business is supposed to be. They are also community-minded and support many nonprofits, which they are very passionate about. Give them a call at 610 691 3743 or find them on Facebook. Everything again is in our show notes. Don't wait around like Haley's comment called Burke Insurance today. Looking for a bigger home? Find Mike. Looking to downsize? Find Mike. Looking for a home in the Poconos? Find Mike. Looking for your very own bat cave? Find Mike. When looking to navigate the Lehigh Valley real estate market, the first move is to always find Mike Bernadine with Howard Schaefer and Associates of Remax Real Estate. He can help you build the right game plan to achieve all your real estate goals, whether it be a home with 10 bathrooms, a home with a large garage to park your Tesla or vintage Ford Pinto, or just something perfect for you and your family. Finding Mike Bernadine is always the best way to go. So what are you waiting for? To make all your Lehigh Valley real estate dreams come true, all you have to do is find Mike Bernadine with Howard Schaefer and Associates of Remax Real Estate. All right, we are back. Um, I'd like to say thank you to our sponsors again, Burke Insurance Agency, Michael Bernadine of Howard Schaefer and Associates Real Estate, and of course, VentureX. We've been on site there a few times. If you want to learn more about all of these sponsors, please visit our show notes. And we're here with LVIA Executive Director Tom Stout. During, we were talking a lot about COVID and what's going on in the last year. One of the fun things you guys were able to do was have some entertainment here. I know Kendall Conrad, who's a good friend of the show and she's been doing great she was you know one of the artists who performed is that something where you might continue to see more of that or, or you know beyond the entertainment i know that you guys hold events here as well so i'm kind of speaking more to you know the airport being a, a place where the community might come to an event and go home rather yeah. than get on a plane that's right yeah and, and so we're so excited to get back to uh, getting getting people here getting events here and you know you, you mentioned kendall i mean she helped us out she would just we did some virtual uh, yeah. airport concerts right, this yeah, summer yeah. and uh, so there was a, there was a number of fun things we were trying to, to figure out our way through virtually but getting getting performers back music in the airport uh, really important program and something that we really enjoyed uh, even when we look at the holiday times when we had you know our, our high school and middle school choruses and bands performing yeah. in the facilities you know carolers and, and folks singing through the terminal complex just a lot of fun and, and it was it was really 
really missed this year by us. Yeah. But uh, yes, yeah, so so all of those things coming back. We're looking, uh, as always, partnering with the ARC. We do our Wings for All event, mm -hmm. really benefiting uh, families who and have... And I know Cancer Support Community. Oh, absolutely. Cancer about. Support Community. Yep. Yeah, so they're here. We know we've got a, a massive part of an airplane, actually, in our TSA yep. <laughs> tunnel. We've seen that. So um, our military resource room was something we unveiled during the pandemic. Okay. And really just uh, for for any veterans, any any members of the armed services, past or present, that uh, have really just an, a need to stop, take a break, uh, get a uh, free bite to eat, drink a water, relax. Um, so okay. that's all available beyond the TSA screening checkpoint now. And certainly with Memorial Day coming up, uh, right. special tribute there. And, and we're excited to have that back online. Uh, we also just completed, uh, you know, a, a couple of other programs mm -hmm. that, you know, certainly one of the things that we've um, been working on is, uh, you know, bringing back our volunteer programs like our canine program, sure, bring yeah. our support animal program back. People miss just seeing the, the, the dogs here in the terminal <laughs> and, right? Uh, so yeah. all of those types of things we're working on bringing back. Um, and so this is really exciting for us because it's something we've all missed. This way, I like this airport so much because it's not... Yeah, I just don't think of it as just an airport. You know, I know you, I've, learned, I've met and you through the years, but I know other sure. people have worked here and just, you know, the uh, the fact that it's more of, it's a community hub. It's Absolutely. that type of, of spot. Absolutely. I like flying out of here. I like coming in here. I like being, I like flying into Allentown, you know, and looking at that. Um, it's just, it's nice to know that it exists, if that's a weird thing to say, but just that it's so close and convenient. Well, and, and certainly being part of the community is important to us. I mean, a lot of, a lot of the business businesses and places that are advertising in our terminal mm -hmm. are the local community. Right. I mean, that's really what we see, um, you know, is a lot of participation there locally. And we're always excited to partner with hospitals and, and, and a number of, of other, you know, great Lehigh Valley businesses that are all represented here and, and part of what we do here. I mean, we've mm -hmm. hold, held a number of events here. We, we use the second floor here as an event venue from time to time. We've done that in the past. We're excited to get back to doing that um, and and so this is all part of what it feels like to come back right. out and breathe with with other people sure. in the same space again right. how, how exciting is that uh, it's fun to know yeah to know like to, to be able to look forward to something again there's a lot of great time there when it's like I don't even know what's going on. you right. know we, we could talk about music fest another day but <laughs> thankfully they, they're coming back in some form but stuff like that where it's, it's you're like I don't even know if it's happening I'm just right. kind of languishing here it's, right it's right when, when do we get back and so you know, some of the announcements with CDC more recently, sure. like this past week, hey, you know, if you're vaccinated, go mm -hmm. and do is kind of the message. So this right. is exciting for people. I think, um, you know, this is kind of our cue as well that, you know, when we look at the traffic, we know what's happening and bringing these events back. We know we we, we really stopped them in many cases to keep people safe. But sure, we know yeah. that we can do these things safely now. We want to bring these back and, and get back to what we what we love to do and be able to provide great amenities to our customers mm -hmm. and really just be a great partner in the community. And I wanted to talk quickly about just my own, I guess during this time that the, I've become more interested in air travel for whatever reason. I downloaded an app called Flight Radar 24 and I paid the $10 a year for it. So when we're sitting at home and um, we hear an airplane come over top, right? 
I can open that app, right. and you can click on it and see where it's going, where it came from. And again, this, it's not like I'm going to get into flying. I'm, I'm very happy to be a passenger on a plane. All right, we but can it, work on that. Yeah, no, I'm good. Um, <laughs> no, I'd love to go, but it's, it's, it's fascinating to me. Like one night, we were, um, my daughter and I were sitting outside, and we looked. We brought up one of those planes, and yeah. we're like that's coming from Czechoslovakia, and it was on its way to wherever, you know, flying. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm waxing poetic, but it was just interesting to know, like, all these things, we're so connected still, all these things are around us, even though we're, you know, we're feeling very isolated at the moment. That's right. I mean, and so the connectivity, even though the passenger traffic was down, a lot yeah. of the flights, a lot of the flying was still happening, mm -hmm. you know, and, and again, International did see uh, some challenges, of course, but that was still happening too. And so, you know, that that's always part of the air transportation network, right? right. Is that moving people and goods around this facility, yeah, making sure stop. that, you know, that all of that has to happen. A lot of online ordering took place during the pandemic mm -hmm. and we needed to make sure we could we could keep, you know, the Lehigh Valley supplied, keep our hospitals supplied with their needs. So right. that was really an important charge for us as well when, when passengers weren't traveling as much, is making sure that freight was. All right. So, um, as we, I hate to like end things, because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Always comes but, to an end at some point. Yeah, I'm just like, like what are your, your hopes? I mean, you're obviously gonna have um, some difficulties, growing pains, there are still some people who may be difficult and you know probably understand that but are you guys really motivated and energized now i'm sure there were times during the last year like wow this is this is difficult but yes. now is there that like let's start picking up some energy time. absolutely yeah the energy has shifted here and i mean you can just you well, know we're looking around well there is a video but there's <laughs> there no there's people you feel like you're in an airport you yes. know like and i mean i know that's obvious but you know what i mean <laughs> but i can't tell you for how long we would walk through this facility during oh. the pandemic and not feel that right and so it feels like like we've breathed life back right. into the facility. Or this is how it's supposed to be. Correct. Right. So, so yeah, this is our, our shot, you know, you know, literally and pervert. This is sure, our shot yeah, no. to get back and people, people are getting back. And we are so excited <laughs> to be able to get back to the things we love to do and, mm -hmm. and you know, help our community and, and bring back great connections and make sure we've got uh, really great service. Mm -hmm. You know, the best customer service you're gonna find at an airport, we like to think. And so that's really what we're about. We wanna make it even better with some of the projects we got coming online. We got electric vehicle charging stations out in the parking lot nice. now. We're able to get a lot of great things done during the pandemic with that <laughs> lull in activity. Is, you know, right? it's not a good thing, but you're like, hey, you know, imagine trying to pave the parking lot no. today when you see yeah, all those cars. Yeah, no, so, so we were able to get some things done yeah. strategically, and you know, that was really important to us. And I think too, like you go, coming out of this with this with skills that hey, maybe we didn't want to learn them and it wasn't planned, but we did it, and we know better now, and we can use that moving. Forward. Absolutely. So it's it's I think like a lot of businesses, they've learned a lot during this. Mm -hmm. There's certainly some things that we can carry forward to help our connectivity, our transparency, and provide mistakes, information. Too. Like, oh, you know, I've plenty, made a million. Plenty, yeah. plenty. Um, so, you know, there's there's a lot of lessons to learn out of out of these types of events. And I think, you know, we've the staff's done an incredible job, first of all, navigating this whole situation. Right. Uh, but I think it's really bringing us out stronger as a team. It's really bringing us out um, in a place where people are really, and I'm seeing it now, energized. Yeah. Finally, um, you know, feeling like they're, we, they, we now see the light at the end of the tunnel. We're mm -hmm. back to those 26 
17 numbers. People are traveling as we see. You know, this this is exactly the moment we've been waiting for. Again, this is just me talking, but even today, it's, we're recording this on an incredibly beautiful May Day. We're looking out from, you know, the, the ticket terminal here to people, ever, you know, driving around. It's just, it feels good. It does. And I really appreciate even when Colin and I were talking about, hey, do you want to come in and do this? And, and you know, we are starting to, to, to ramp up some of these in-person things. Um, it just feels good. It does. It's like a, it's like a <laughs> dopamine hit to yeah. be able to be out and around yeah. people and just you know yeah. it's been a long time <laughs> finally interacting right. with someone face to face you know we've done a number of things we've had a little bit of, of media here very sporadically with different events with the extended boom mics yeah but to sit down sure. and actually I mean, have a conversation yeah. with someone face to face like this I'd like to do more I mean we're, we, we talk about that I'll answer my own question like we're open to doing more things like this and I think as we yeah. go we're outdoor spaces or, or and people want to you know share some of what they've done in the last year you know I think, George, look, it's a great satellite location for you here. I'm, please, <laughs> let me know. There's room over here. I see it. So, uh, yeah, it's, we've got space available. So, But listen, I want to thank you. I want to thank Colin um, and, you know, everybody at LVIA for continuing through this. You guys have done a great job, and we're looking forward. I'm looking forward to flying out of here very shortly. Like, I'm, I'm serious. There's a band I want to see in Detroit. I'm just waiting for them to uh, to start having some gigs. And it's just it's great to be able to have that option again. Have that option again. And we're so, so glad, you know, appreciative of your support. Support yeah. for sure, thank you. Uh, and everything you, you're doing for the valley, and, and thank you for for being here today and really giving us an opportunity to to talk a little bit about the airport and get back to where we want to be. All right, again, LVIA Executive Director Tom Stout. Be sure to check our pod our podcast notes for all their links. You know, clearly, if you're going to find them, Google them. It's no problem. Tom, thank you again, and hope to see you soon. Thanks, George. Take care.